Hello and welcome to Epic Loot Radio. I'm your host, Brian, and joining me is a roundtable of epic proportions here for Epic Loot. We got Nerd Slayer, Rurikon, and Johnny. And Johnny, as a huge congrats, if you guys aren't following him, uh, just hit his watch time milestone. Now he is just around 250 subs away from crossing over and being able to apply for YouTube partnerships. So congratulations on that hustle. And then joining Thank us, you. if you guys aren't following Nerd Slayer, we get the angle right and RuriCon, we got our veterans. Now, Ruri is hunting his silver play button for some reason. It hasn't shown up. Coming up on 200K, uh, Nerd Slayer just crushing it as always. And Ruri asked the question, which we'll bring it right to, uh, right to you, Nerd. Is New World already dying? <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a good segue. Um, well, I first want to caution people, and, like, and I actually just said this um on my podcast and I like to tell people anytime a new game comes up because they always ask me like, oh, is this game dead? Is this game going to die? And sometimes even with expansions, people will do it too, right? Like, oh, is this game dead yet because of the expansion? And one thing I'll say is I think that like a one to maybe three month now, I think it's gotten longer as kind of time has gone on. <laughs> but I think the one month that comes after an MMO um, it's kind of like uh, you always have to give it that as a little bit of insurance, you know, to think that like the numbers are going to change. Maybe it's not as popular. Maybe it loses X amount of population, you know, um, good on Amazon, for example, uh, with New World for actually showing you what the population is. Most people won't do that. So yeah. at least you can actually see what the population is going to be after a month or two or three. Um, so I think that that's a key thing is to wait a little bit. Um, before people kind of jump the gun because a big part of online games and MMOs in general is kind of the whole like social element of getting people excited and jumping on a bandwagon. And so that's a certain element of um, the process that's just like there, but it's on now Amazon to fix any issues, um, you know, and we can talk about that stuff and um, try to iron out um possible issues um, that maybe they're having still right now uh, with the character transfer stuff or anything like that. Mm -hmm. um, also any new content, of course, people are always going to be asking for new content, which is why it's so hard to launch as an MMO in general, right? Whenever you're not complete already, because people are already going to be beating you up over the fact that you're not as, um, I guess, content rich as Final Fantasy or you're not as content rich right. as um, is it Destiny. Is it fair to compare a new launch of an MMO to a, like a 10 year old game though? Like, no, I get that it, people it, do it, isn't, it, but it happens all the time. Yeah. And honestly, I haven't really thought like intellectually how to like maybe not encounter that or like how to disarm that <laughs> or exactly. Cause it's just, you know, you think in your head, like the blockbuster of any kind of genre, a medium, uh, if you will, mm -hmm. you're always going to think like, wow, or now Final Fantasy 14 is kind of the new one that people are thinking. But, um, I think that's always going to come up in your head. And so you're going to naturally want to compare it to those games. And I think that that's fair to a certain extent, especially if you're trying to be more like those games. Um, but I'll say that uh, with uh, New World, my biggest issues so far are that I think the game is worse than it was whenever I was testing it um, previously. And for me, I, that's the part that I'm just kind of confused is how they managed to actually make it worse um, than it previously was. And why uh, is that, so, is that, uh, is that the, the theme park versus sandbox player in you? Well, so people might be thinking that I'm going as far back as like when the game like originally started, mm -hmm. but I'm actually talking about literally the last testing phase, the last testing phase, they made a switch from the game being 
less action and more like I would say tab targety. Um, you can feel it if you play the last two versions um, back to back. Like so, the new version, like the current version of the game, has a lot less uh, input delay on anything. In fact, almost nothing has input delay. Like when you roll, when you move, and so you can cancel your animations because there's not really any animations. It's just like a visual animation. Um, so you can. That's like one way you can see that they changed the speed of gameplay. Whereas before there was actually like movement tech and things that you could move around and, and kind of have to button mash to get out of, for example, like a roll, you could double roll or like you could roll without moving your uh, directional and then roll again and then move. And it would like, uh, it would um, rather not delay, it would um, skip a delay. So you could actually roll faster. So mm -hmm. like things like that, that existed. Some people don't like those things, which I think is fair. Like um, I'm not saying that they have to be in the game because, uh, you know, look at ESO, right? ESO has uh, animation canceling and people either love it or they that. hate it. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, no, no, it's totally fine. But, um, but for me, like that's kind of the biggest things I notice. And like another good example is I love the rifle and the musket in the mm -hmm. game. Like yeah. to me, it's the probably the best weapon in the game. Like I know I'm biased, but like I think it's just the best crafted. The sound is great. Oh, dude, yeah. The sound works really good in the environment. I also just think it's a cool weapon in general. It's a weapon that doesn't get a lot of love in online games, and especially for this kind of like setting, that's perfect for it. Um, but one thing that I've noticed with it is that it's way easier to aim now than it was before. Oh yeah, I can hit people way easier, and to me, that's an example of them going from less of like a hard hitbox in an action game towards more of like an actual like MMO style tab target game. I wonder how much of that though, a little more magnetic. I wonder how much of that is like with with they've shared that they've got plans for like you know control like integrated controller support that's gone back mm -hmm. and forth on twitter but the ones that that's, i've talked to that's probably what it is i've been i put out the controller guide for it i've actually been uh, putting out an update and i've been testing it especially with like the musket i was like just making sure and with the life staff and the musket like it my i have a much easier time aiming it now than mm -hmm. i did over the summer and so yeah on i can definitely controller. yeah on the controller so it definitely okay. and i and it's not like a massive, but I sometimes I do feel like I, if there is a little bit of magnetism attached to that, like, you know, when you think about a kind of an aiming and a shooting kind of aspect, I haven't mm -hmm. like, I need to probably see if I could get some real tests to say like, if I aim here versus here, but a little bit of aim assist is what you're feeling, bro. Yeah. I feel a little bit of aim assist might've been added to the game, but it, we'll, we'll dive more into that. I'm going to go to, uh, to Rory. Rory, you've been put, crushing out new world content in terms of both guides, videos, and your live streams. And you put out an interesting video, I think, this week that I really enjoyed. Hopefully, you saw my comment on it. But uh, yeah, how's it going for you? And uh, yeah, what's up? I'm um, at this point. I'm kind of like in a holding pattern because here's the thing about New World. I don't want to be in a situation where I'm like level sixty with no um, gathering and crafting skills. So I got to level forty, and I was like, okay, I'm going into these zones that have all of these rich resources that I can't grab. And I understand that, like. You can get the max level and then you can get better tools and then you can go back and do all that stuff. But to me, it feels more organic and more natural to just like go at a slower pace and more enjoyable as well. So I kind of like I got stuck in this rhythm of like, OK, I want to level this thing and that thing and the other thing. And I bought a house and cutlass keys and I've just basically been living in the cutlass keys at level 40. And then I got mm -hmm. to a point where I was like, OK. I really need these server transfers because these server transfers are a serious problem. They finally enabled server transfers like yesterday, I think, right? Yeah, and then they so turned they them off. Them. 
They turned them off already? Oh, I'm going to give these guys some updates. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, my God. But anyway, like, There's this a was real actually big problem. my first thing. We're about to talk this... about a massive issue. Yeah. I'm glad you have no if context. It's gold, if it's the gold duping thing, then I already know about the gold duping. But it's like, so my point of view is like, I'm okay with some of the problems that this game has. Like people are saying, okay, there's problems in PvP. There's problems in this. There's problems in that. And I'm like, okay, I'm, a, I'm okay with a lot of that stuff. But the biggest problem that I have with the game, and it, you could see like a shift in tone when I made that video about server transfers. Because, mm -hmm. you know, up until that point, I was like, you know, there's some problems with the game. But at the end of the day, you know, you paid $40 for this game. And it's a game that will hopefully be supported for a significant amount of time. Even if it doesn't, I want people to understand something. If I never touch the game again, I've already put 150 hours into it. I'm happy. Like, if I never touch it again, I'll be fine. I don't care. $40, 150 hours, whatever. But um, ultimately, the point was, they first said, okay, we have problems. We underestimated the amount of servers that we're going to need, right? Next week, we'll put in this server transfer functionality. And based on that information, I informed my community in my live streams, like, whenever people said, hey, I might get this game. I want to play with you. How can we do this? Because your server is apparently full. And I was like, Oh, just make a character anywhere. Just make a character literally anywhere you want, and then you can transfer it because that's what they mm -hmm. told us. There's people that made characters in U.S. servers that wanted to come play with me later, right? And I'm in EU, obviously. So there's that situation. And I have basically people from my community spread out all over different servers, yep. and I'm playing alone in and this one server. Yeah. yeah, it sucks because it's like, here's the thing. It, there was one night where I couldn't get in because of the queue. So I just went to a server where I had a friend of mine, Kegrin, and I played with him for like, I don't know, half an hour, one hour. And just the two of us playing for like half an hour was infinitely more fun because it's two players. For starters, I can instantly turn on PvP because there's two of us. Yeah. And in my servers, there, there were gank squads everywhere of the opposing factions, and I was always alone. There's nothing I could have done. Right. Which kind of sucks. You just run and then... You know, yeah. like, so it's like you run or die. You are, am I blood porting or am I running? <laughs> yeah, we we turn on PvP. We can do a little bit of PvP, not get ganked all the time, have a good time, do quests. It's more fun just playing with two players to begin with because, you know, you have a little bit more support. I was playing as a healer. It's just way more fun when you're playing with groups of two, three, four, however many players you can have. And so that experience, I was like, man, I really just want to play with more people. So then they delayed. They're like, oh, there was a problem with the server transfer thing. So it's actually going to be next week. And I was like, oh, this is going to be a problem. And then the next week rolls around. And what do they do? Okay, the server function, it's perfect, but we don't want to implement it now because it's weekend and we don't want to give you downtime. So next week it'll be. And then we come on to this week where they're like, okay, we're implementing it and, and we're going to test it on this world and then this region. Then we're going to turn it on. And then they eventually turn it on. And I'm like, okay, the problem is between these three weeks where you've promised this feature and people counted on you to fulfill upon the things that you've said, there's a bunch of people that have stopped playing the game altogether because they got bored of playing by themselves. There's people who quit the game because they created a character on US realms and they wanted to come to Europe or they created a, a character in Europe and they want to go to the US and you said that people would be able to do it and they're not going to be able to do it. And it's like, there's just a bunch of broken things that they said they were going to do and they end up not fulfilling on, which means that people are going to be upset with that. Some people quit, some people didn't. And me, the point that I'm at is like, I'm going to wait until the weekend because I've been monitoring the population of servers on mm -hmm. New World um, status. And basically what I'm going to do is I'm going to pick like a server cluster that is not going to be the most popular one, but is also not going to be the least popular one. Then I'm going to pick a server in there 
that'll be like a slightly lower population server because I want yeah. a more chill environment. I don't want like a super hyper competitive server like the one that I'm in where people <laughs> like day three or day four were saying, okay, need people for the depths, know what to do. And I'm like, know what to do? Know like, what to what? do. What the hell are you doing? Like, yeah. <laughs> this is day four of this MMO. Know what to do? Really? Now, in, in, their defense, in their defense, we see that in Final Fantasy 14 day and date of patch. Exactly. Like, guys, we're doing this. You better know what to do. Like, it's day and date, man. Like, just relax. Yeah, but it's like, you know, I could tell that my, my server had a lot of those people because, like, after the first week, I've been able to basically do the PvP quests and cutlass keys whenever I want because there's nobody there. Everybody's like in the higher level zones. Nobody cares. And I'm just like, oh, so I can just live in the cutlass keys all by myself. There's nobody here. I can go mine iron ore if I want to. There's no competition. I can go yeah. get wood. Obviously, you can get wood anywhere. But I'm saying like there's not even competition no for the resources around my yeah. area. And it's just weird because there's nobody there. That, and there's nobody like running the first two instances anymore, which I ran uh, quite a few times. I loved the instances. I thought they were amazing. Yeah, I had a they're actually really good. And that's yeah. one of the one of the problems with them, though, like and we'll get into this because I won't go to Johnny, give him a chance to kind of give his updates on his progress. But one of the core problems the game actually has, it's it's the friction between the theme park and the sandbox because yep. the economy is just so in flux. And like I get showered with gear, so I have no need to buy it. So because I have no need to buy it, like the only thing that's valuable is for people who want to level up their crafts who won't end up selling me gear. There are some markets that are being created. But it's fascinating. But I've I've actually had a really good experience with the dungeons. I also have had a really good experience with the open world dungeons. And so I feel like that's an, that's a good balance. But there is definitely some some problems that they're going to have to address fast. And the gold duping and, issue, we're going to talk about what we need to feel about. Yeah, go, go ahead, finish your thought. Yeah. Before the gold duping, another thing that I had a serious problem, and I noticed this this was on my second stream because like on my second stream I was coming up on like level 20 and I knew that there was like uh, the first expedition was around that level and that was something that I was very curious to do because like um, small group dungeons is always something that I love doing in MMOs. I just mm -hmm. love running those. Uh, even in World of Warcraft, big fan of Mythic Plus, even in 14, I run dungeons all the goddamn time. I'm running one right now. But uh, <laughs> the point was like I was super excited about it and when I get to the, to the door of the dungeon and I see, oh, you need a key. I was like, oh, I don't like this. I don't like this at all. You're going to need a key. But it's like, it was fine because I was playing a healer so I could just leech off everybody else's keys because nobody wants to play the healer. So I was like, whatever, I'll just, hey, I'm the healer. Take me with you on your dungeon run, right? So I did a bunch of dungeons like that. Then I uh, started playing as a tank. Same thing. I go to a bunch of dungeons just because I'm the tank. Doesn't even matter. But when you think about it, I've, I've been seeing like videos from Upper Echelon and whatnot. And he's like, okay, so if you want to do these dungeons later on, you can't buy these keys. So you have to actually be a crafter or you have to know a crafter that is going to take you. He's going to use the materials and then take you into this dungeon. And I'm just like, it's like, listen, your game doesn't even have like, in terms of this type of content, it's got like what, six dungeons? Why do we need these limitations of like, oh, you got to have a key and you got to craft this the key? Fine. This the whole... fact that they're not selling them, because like that was news to me, because I thought the original plan was to let them be tradable on the market. They're bind on pickup. And that needs to change, because essentially then you you create an economy of people who want to make keys, and then you create a, you know somebody who wants to run dungeons. And the fact that if it's bind on pickup, 
they need to get that they need to get that switch because basically you need to yeah. bring the person who made the key with you that's ridiculous that's that's ridiculous or you have to go make it yourself and that's ridiculous too make yeah, an economy you have to if you don't want to like, make keys then you know you can buy keys you have to level like stone cutting and arcana to be able to make those keys and it's not like a low level if you want to do those higher level dungeons either you got you have like those professions really leveled up so that's something that i've been doing as well and then i'm just like stuck there at level 40 all alone waiting to transfer out of my server now you're telling me i'm not even going to be able to do that and i was like well that sucks <laughs> johnny but yeah I, I basically took yeah. a break that's that's good like it and that's actually kind of a healthy thing so we'll we'll get back yeah. to that because i think the question will become like what gets people back in the game because naturally they're going to take a break another mmo just launched this week alone we've got future mmos but johnny man a congrats on the fact that we can tag you makes my life easier so that's all i cared about <laughs> yeah lots of new fun toys lots of new fun toys been taking full advantage yeah even though it came by surprise <laughs> so how's things going with new world for you man it's been going pretty good you know i've been having a lot of fun you know making the content um you know i've been putting out some good opinion pieces and it's funny you know whenever i uh you know put out that video you know chaos is coming to new world and it sure as hell did yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh it is you know it's funny because i actually caught some flack for putting that video out i had to actually remove the comment because the guy was was pretty upset i was like oh okay well i don't know why you're so upset but well, okay remove but um but yeah, it's been it's been good. You know, I've really been enjoying the game. Obviously, you know, the game has a, you know, its inherent issues for sure. You know, like uh, like where he brought up with the keys. Uh, the original plan was is that you were going to be able to trade the keys. It's just that only the materials to make the keys in the, like the upper echelons of those keys were time gated. You know, you could only make three of them um, before it locked you out for twenty four hours. But yeah, the fact that the keys are or bond on pickup that's that's crazy to me uh like you said make an economy you know give You're, the freedom of yeah. choice people don't not everybody likes crafting not everybody wants to take that time and craft it's it's boring mostly right. the original know? key i made made sense to be buying because it's a part of the quest line sure you know, it's like okay yeah, yeah you need the key we, why go stress about buying it or creating it here's your key and then then somebody was like no they're actually but, like bound and i'm like that's not right. what was that's well, not what was communicated go ahead rory Right. While we're on the topic of keys, I would just like to ask everyone here if you can think of like one positive thing about needing a key to run a dungeon. Because like, for instance, my very first yeah. dungeon run, this this was another problem that I, I didn't really mention. I'm sorry. I'm like stepping over Johnny. But no, it's like, there, there's this one thing which I wanted to tank my first dungeon. And I told my group, yeah, I'll tank. And I jump in there and then I realized, oh no, you need to have like a special gem in order to tank. And then I was asking, mm -hmm. well, do you need a special gem to heal? Do you need a special gem to DPS? It's like, no, you can have them. They're a bonus, but you don't need them. And I was like, right. well, why does tank need this one very specific gem to be there? Otherwise you can't tank. Anyway, the end result of that was we spent someone's key and we didn't even kill the final boss. How does that person feel? Like we used up their key right. and we got to the final boss and people left because we couldn't kill it because I couldn't even tank because I didn't have the right gem. Yeah. yeah Technically, it was my problem. fault. It's a definite problem. And you're absolutely right. You know, you use your key or spend your key and then all of a sudden, you know, it's wasted. And then you also create this, you know, uh, interesting scenario too, where say, for instance, someone has, you know, sunk most of their time into crafting and they are able to craft these keys but their item level is way under par from where it actually needs to be in the dungeon. Well, now you've got this scenario where this person gets carried through this dungeon simply because they have a key. 
you know, that type of scenario. And then on top of that, and this is the other aspect, this is just how my brain works. So you have to entertain me for just a minute. You know, you're creating a black market, right? You're, you're going to end up th with these speed runners and all this other stuff. And even RMT that are going to have all this massive amounts of time where they're going to create these keys and then they're going to sell these runs and then they're going to turn around, they're going to sell this currency on the RMT market. So yeah, it, it definitely needs to change if not be completely removed in my opinion. I, I, I would always advise that we keep the keys. Like I think one of the cool set, like if you have them as a, an economy, you know, like within that economy, having a key system to go run instance content ends up incentivizing key acquisition and, and making. And so you don't end up saying like this, th this game just becomes an instance dungeon game. Like there's a cost to go and run the dungeon and that cost could be one of very things. And I think that if, and again, like the game's got some economy problems that we'll, that, that, I, that we really need to kind of discuss. Cause I'd I want to know everybody's thoughts on the current situation, especially with the inflation and the deflation. And right now the economy's in such a state of deflation that people are actually bartering. We've, we've gone away from coin trading because the coin is so valuable it's not worth actually giving it to another player because you got to cover your taxes and all these other things. So it's, that's what we're seeing. We've seen this deflation in the economy, which is, which is a big problem. People always talk about the, the, the worry of inflation. Deflation is just, if not worse uh, on an economy than anything else. But I find on, it, go ahead. I find it hilarious that we've gone like back in time. <laughs> it's like yeah, we've actually evolved. We, we've gone backwards in this game. <laughs> so weird <laughs> well then the lack of duty finder you know quote unquote duty finder or you know yeah. dungeon finder you know that that makes things exponentially more difficult it, you know up until the other night whenever um you know brian was streaming and we ran around doing portals which was a great time mm -hmm. uh you know that's actually the first group since the game has launched other than one time one time where I was running Amaron and that's it. So I've had two groups the entire time. I've got like 158 hours in the game. Only had two groups, two groups. Damn. Yeah. You're playing DPS, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. DPS yeah, slash healer. That's the yeah. problem. <laughs> Wait, slash healer? Dude, if you can heal, people will take you to dungeons for free. Actually, nowadays, maybe not because people like kind of like burn through the initial content. But yeah, as a well, healer, I was usually able to just like jump into dungeons. No yeah, problem. Yeah, I'm not a main healer though. That's the thing. Uh, so it's like a sub heal. I'm I'm working on a intelligence hatchet slash life staff build. Yeah. So that's fun. That's fun. The um. So essentially, though, I I would make the 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 argument for key because it drives everything. And I see that Colin's saying that uh that people would uh the the key price would actually go so high people couldn't afford to buy it. Well, then the counter is that that would actually incentivize more people to craft keys and thus providing value to the crafting system, providing value to that farming system. Like all of these systems in a sandbox are integrated. And that's actually a real key aspect because if let's say there was only one person making keys and everybody's going to look over them, they're like, oh, they have endless amounts of money. I want some of that. And so then the price of keys falls as more and more people supply keys. And then you need to have an incentive for them people to run the dungeon. Otherwise, there's no incentive to make keys. So right now they're actually in a really tough position especially with the deflation issue. So let's go ahead and jump into that um, to give it a little bit of context. And I want to get uh, nerd slayers thoughts on it first. And then we'll just go obviously round table is that you had a lot of people playing this game. This is my, how I view it rushing to 60 rushing to level cap. And so one of the ways that you benefit from that is you buy uh, items off the market and you use them into the town board. So it could be really fast because the, the biggest reward from a town project is the experience that you get. 
And so that ended up driving up the cost of items because there was such a huge demand as people played the game like they would have played a, you know, World of Warcraft or something like that with the mindset of rush to 60. And I haven't been, I've been just supplying the market with all kinds of materials. I made all kinds of money, bought you know, house and all kinds of stuff, but that's just where I see that. Then once all of a sudden everybody starts in 16, those town board projects don't have experience, has no value at, at level cap. Those immediately start devaluing. So then it's been a, like, it was a, it was a rush to the top and then it's been a crash in terms of the value. And so the economy just doesn't even know what to do, let alone when I bought my house, I was like, this is great. And then I got the first round of taxes that came due on it after a week. And it was like a thousand gold. How much, uh, what, how big was your house? Did I you have the, like the low level one? house. And it you was got one K gold. Wow. That you, was the tax you bought in a terrible place. Well, they, the guy like that, when I bought, like it was the tax was normal. And then I, you know, the, the, the company that runs it jacks yeah, up the you. home price. And they, so then they, I, I paid the tax and I've been nothing but farming. You. They did. I've Brian been nothing but farming that, that zone. On my video. I know he, he's, he's saying going to Brightwood. Um, but I've been, uh, I've been hundred percent focused in on leveling up my zone and driving down that, that, uh, tax discount. So that's now the new buff that I want. And so I've cut my tax rate almost by 40%. Uh, you know, so this, this week I'll be able to afford that. But at some point that's a no go because obviously I've seen my sales, so my income is not as what it used to be, but at least I'm sitting on a pile of gold that I made from everybody rushing. And it's just kind of now, uh, it's a slow feed to the point where I'm like, well, it's not really worth it to own a house. And once it's not worth it to have and participate in the economy, Amazon has to do something, let alone they have to figure out how to fix the gold injection where people are at max gold now through the gold duping issue from the server transfer. Nerd, that's a lot of context to throw your way I want to know your thoughts, any and all, man. Uh, well, I know that the game was already going to have economy issues because it was already having economy issues when it was being tested. Yeah. Um, for example, uh, Mighty Teapot, uh, one of my friends, another content creator, when he was playing New World, he told me that like him and his squad, which they're Guild Wars two like elite, yeah. like you know, players, so like they're going to try hard and know exactly how to go hard at it, and they found out how to. Um, get a settlement and basically print money. They're yeah. printing gold. Like they, he said that they had so much money, they didn't even know how to spend it. And then, so they said that that then creates another problem, which you kind of guys were highlighting at the very start, which is like, now you have this money, even as one of these mega guilds, um, but you can't even spend it on anything because like ultimately past a point, what are you going to spend it on as well? And so that's like, that's going to be another issue that's going to happen to some of these guilds that, you know, rushed and got really rich which for people wondering, you know, why does that happen? How do you stop that? I mean, I think it's impossible to stop. Like anytime I try to think of a solution, you have to think of like the real world and just think about it. If suddenly tomorrow and we have some <laughs> markets right now going on, we can use this as an example where yeah. suddenly a market is opened up and there's going to be a mad rush for it. That's just always going to happen, right? Like people are going to, you know, the gold rush, right? is like a, a super obvious example, but, um, so that's always going to be a thing, I think. But um, to your point, actually, I'm one of the players that usually will wait a little bit and not necessarily need to rush as much, especially with a sandbox game. Mm -hmm. And I find that it makes my experience very easy as well because I can just buy everything off the marketplace for like literally like pennies. Nothing. Like, um, I've been stocking up on that's everything. What's, that's I see all exactly these one penny items and I'm just like, 
My problem is I've run out of storage space in towns. <laughs> so I'm actually going to new towns just to deliver <laughs> and feed these items that people are like, because I was like, there's real value here, but mm -hmm. it's devalued right now. I'm just going to end up owning everything whenever they fix the economy problem. But go ahead, please continue. Yeah, and I, I mean, it's kind of hard to <clears throat> fix the economy just overnight and also right. fix it with just like a couple of changes here and there. Like if they were already having economy issues before, this doesn't mean that it's borked because an economy, te technically speaking, I'm like a uh, big defender of them in MMO context, which is that they're always going to have issues, right? Like, yeah. and you're going to have to constantly patch it just like the real world has like the similar concept of like, yeah. suddenly one stock goes up and goes down, and, like there's this big crazy outpour or outcry or whatever, right? Like, so I think that happening to a certain extent, I'm okay with. Um, but I think to the level that it's happening kind of right now with too much gold being accumulated and not a whole lot of things to spend it on, um, I think it's problematic. But some of that could also be blamed on um, the game switching from being more sandbox open-ended where you could craft and build anywhere mm -hmm. to now you can only, um, you can't build per se, but you can um, uh, choose a settlement and like live there essentially. So I think uh, Johnny mentioned earlier, like the group finder stuff. And I think that's kind of why they feel like they're caught in between that stuff still is like you said earlier, Brian, like they're, they're still caught in between these two different styles of game, like a survival game and like a, a sandbox game. And I think that's another one of those issues where it's like, they don't know if they should get a group finder because they're almost like, that's not what sandbox games do. And that's not, you know, that's not what survival games do. But then simultaneously, if you're going to have these other types of contents and dungeons and the keys, I agree with you about the key um, in regards to, I think they should keep it because taking something away at the moment in a game like new world I'm always going to probably caution against, right? Because you're just taking stuff out of the game. <laughs> it doesn't have as much in the game. We don't want to take more out of it. So like, we don't want to take the key system away, in my opinion. Just make it better because I think a system like that can work. And somebody was asking earlier, you know, why would that ever be a system you'd want? I think it'd be cool to have it to where maybe you find keys off of certain things that you yeah, kill out in the world, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I you mean, you, you don't like you find one and you're like, I don't need it. I'm going to put it up for sale. You know, exactly. Better, and then value. suddenly it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. And then suddenly you're just casually selling or buying keys um, if or you want to, them. if you don't want or, or crafting, or crafting them. Exactly. But yeah. And so that you could have that I, I again, because I like it because it adds value to the other systems. And my fear with the duty finder system, my fear with a like in, with the instance dungeons is at the end of the day, it's a rush just to copy what WoW and 14 have. And that's an instant simulator. Like, oh, I log in, I run yeah. my dungeon, I do whatever. It's like, that's like there's nothing wrong with logging and doing a dungeon. But what ends up happening is that if you have incentive that that you running that dungeon impacts another player, like, oh, I just like to log, log in and craft and make my weapons and sell a couple of keys and make my living, you know, as that. Like, I'm a town keep guy. I don't do dungeons. You know, I'm passive, but I make all this stuff. Like, then you actually create a dungeon system that actually takes another player and allow, and opens up their play style because it, it, it adds value to their play style uh, rather than just having it that. Now, uh, Rory, what do you think? Dungeon Finder, economy? We, we're opening up the, the system here, the conversation here quite, quite wide. I've always been in favor of Dungeon Finders just because I, it's like, it doesn't necessarily have to be a Dungeon Finder, but it definitely has to be something more refined than mm -hmm. screaming LFM. Agreed. Because like, 
we've all done the screaming for LFM multiple times. As a matter of fact, the screaming for LFM was eventually what killed Guild Wars 2 for me when they came up with fractals. And all you could see in the city was like, looking for more fractals 31 fractals 34 fractals 52 and you're just like dude i'm at fractal 16 yeah and it's like you you already had a community that wasn't huge to begin with and now everybody's trying to do a different level of the same dungeon and that's you know there needs to be some kind of an elegant solution but here's the thing yeah. if i have to pick between a looking for more spam and a dungeon finder give me a dungeon finder 100 percent. i'll queue and then eventually it comes my turn and i'll go and i can just go do the dungeon so for me, if that is the two choices, I will take the Dungeon Finder. I know that people will go like, oh, but the social aspects. Like, listen, I've never once again spoken to literally anyone that I've queued up for, that I've done a dungeon with, okay? I went in there. I did a dungeon with them. We all said, GG, well played at the end. We all left, never spoke with them again. So it's like, it's basically the same as the Dungeon Finder, except, you know, I'm doing it manually, and I'm hoping that people, like, invite me to a group. As they, so, add, as they add in more content, one of the problems I see with L like uh, chat, chat spam is that more content means obviously more chat spam, more players coming in. You know, it just will be easily missed. I think I don't want auto matching because I think it's too costly. But I do think that having kind of a, a system in which that you can say, hey, we're doing this. And then it basically starts to try and recommend like, hey, you might team up with Rory. He's wanting to do this as well. Like, yeah, like an open group system. An open group system in which the advertisements get placed. The system may be even trying to kind of facilitate that. Like, oh, you're also at this level range. Here are some parties that are doing things that you might be interested in. So that in a way that it's still has that relationship. Because my fear is like, just like with Johnny rocking a hatchet uh, life staff build, all of a sudden with auto matching, you get into a group and you're like, hatchet life staff garbage quit you know it's like and so it ends up at like where you can see that oh beforehand he's hatchet life staff am i willing to go and do this content with this guy before i even just get pushed in and then all of a sudden get pushed out because it wouldn't work with a key system as well imagine burning a key to get matched with some yolos that are just like all right i'm here to to hit things and uh and chew bubble gum and i'm all out of hitting things you know, you're like, okay, like this sucks. Like I'm not having a good experience, right? And we see that happen in ESO. When I was talking about this with some other players, they're like, ESO added it and it sucks. <laughs> I, I I'm not saying know. you're wrong. There's I'm just, saying, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it, it's just, it's, it's one of those things where one solution that needs to happen is it needs to not be LFM. It's got to be something else. I don't know if that means dungeon fine. I don't know if that means something else. What I can tell you is like, for instance, I would be willing to like, even if I say I'm level 60, because of the fact that I like doing dungeons so much, I would actually be willing to go into a lower dungeon and tank it or heal it or whatever for new players. But if there's not an automated system, I'm not doing it because I'm not going through the hassle of trying to find a group when in, in essence, I'm like, I'm j I just want to help new people. I'm not the one that needs to be hassled about, oh, I want to go help people. There should be a system in the game that lets me just like, I just want to go help people. I don't want to go look for a group and try to form a group to go do Amrine. I just want to find people that need like one last person to go there. And I'm willing to go there and have a good time because I just like doing dungeons. Mm -hmm. Let's say you, Johnny. Yeah. Actually, you know, Chili, it's funny you just put that message up. You know, Chili has a pretty good suggestion. And I kind of like it. You know, put up a, you know, a dungeon board or, or you know, something like that matter. I, I'm kind of with Rory on this. <clears throat> you know, I, I've gone into many groups whenever I played Final Fantasy 14 
you know, I've gone into many groups where didn't speak a word, <laughs> not a sping, not a single word to anybody until the very end, you know, you clear it. And like Rory said, you know, GG, boom, go about your day, you know? And, and then like you said too, Brian, you know, as more content gets added, you know, you're adding more world spam and stuff like that. And I know on our server in particular, you know, there's constant world spam about, you know, wars and this, that, and the other, Oh, you know, the greens here, the yellows here, yada, yada, yada. And it becomes quite a, a devious task to try and, and you know, find a group. I've shouted for Amarine groups before, not even, you know, designated that I'm a DPS or a healer or otherwise. And I hear nothing but crickets, <laughs> you know? So it's like, I'm taking my time progressing through. I've been doing a lot of resource gathering, a lot of crafting and stuff like that. You know, just taking my time with the game and make sure that whenever I get into my, you know, forties and fifties, I'm not having to go back a lot and, you know, redo things that I should have already done. I've already had to do that once already. Whenever I progressed to Brightwood, you know, I wasn't at the proper skinning level. So I had mm -hmm. to go back and redo that. And that was <laughs> kind of annoying, you know, but <clears throat> you know, it is what it is as far as that goes. But I've, I've always been a fan of duty finders in the fact that, you know, I could be queued up for Amarine, right. And then I could be out going, doing something else. And I'm not having to preoccupy myself with sifting through hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of, you know, little teeny boppers going, Oh, the yellow is coming. To yellow. Uh, I don't have time for that. <laughs> it takes too much time. It's too mentally exhausting. Yeah. I think Chile actually has a really good idea. I mean, in that regards, I think that that'd be an interesting system. Again, I, I like when things, and that's really cool how within this panel we're split on it 50, 50. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's it, like, that's what it's like when I said it in my video, I was like, there's, there's really like, I'm not saying I'm right. And then you're wrong. Like everybody has like kind of in a different approach to when they look at these things and i actually really enjoy seeing all the chat conversations going on because even if i'm solo just kind of hammering on some trees or you know working on it it feels like i'm somewhat more connected it drives me back to my memories of final fantasy 11 and that's kind of the appeal that i've always enjoyed about the sandbox over the market of the theme and the theme park you know like i'm i feel like within the sandbox i'm making a stake i'm making a claim this is like this isn't a world i visit this is like a place that i call like a virtual home and there's like these conflicts and things like that, but it's clearly like obviously some work's needed now with the gold duping issue. If you guys haven't seen it, what happened was that with the server transfer, some people got character persistent issues and what they found was they could transfer, they could give all their gold away to other people and still when they would log back in and still have that error, they'd retain all their gold. And so they ended up injecting the economy with maximum cap gold for companies and players and stimulus checks for everyone. stimulus checks well here's that but the problem with the stimulus check in this regards is you also have an economy and rapid deflation and now you have not only a problem with it's it's literally have you ever wanted to see an economy in which that you have the super wealthy and then everybody else as opposed to like there's no middle class there's no like real trade and this ties into like the issue with dungeons in my opinion the fact that i have never needed to buy a weapon or a piece of armor in this game because the game just keeps handing it to me. It's a weird system because why, why, why work on making weapons? Yes, you could get additional perks that aren't there, but there isn't this system that then has like, uh, have it required. And so it's like, go ahead. There's, um, 
there's a reason to craft weapons in my opinion i've been meditating on that quite a bit when i was leveling up because i was like i mean why would i want to craft weapons when i can just like get them dropped that's always something that i worry about whenever i play an mmo it's like is it worth it for me to actually craft weapons and in this game it's worth it because you can kind of control a little bit better what you are getting and in order to really min max at the end game that's important but it just puts you in a situation where it's like so this crafting thing is only going to matter whenever I have it maxed out and I can craft level 60 gear. So all of this in-between stuff is worthless, yeah. which is always a problem that I have with crafting systems, right? So like, if you look, for instance, this this is not necessarily an example that can translate one-to-one, -one, but whenever I talk about crafting, I love bringing up Monster Hunter because it's my big main game, right? And it's like in Monster Hunter, you have to kind of just like craft to move forward. And there's a reason for everything that you craft along the way, because here's something that I'm using right now. Here's something that I'll use later. And in most MMOs nowadays, it's like crafting is useful when you're at the end, or if you're in the middle, it's useful for like alts or something like that. Oh, I can craft this armor for my alt. But like when you're in the journey, crafting is almost useless i mean crafting armor and weapons because like there are other things in crafting that are important like one of the things that i did not expect is that furnishing is extremely oh, yeah. important I was like, when i started researching and i was like oh my god furnishing is one of the most important skills in this game what the hell i instantly started leveling up my furnishing right so there's that there's obviously engineering is also very important because you can craft your own tools and i find that satisfying crafting my own tools and whatnot but like actual armor and weapons it's pretty useless because you can just get stuff to get you to 60 and then when you're and there's so many sources of it too because like yeah. oh you can get it from dungeons you can get it from quests you can get it from random drops you can get it from open world dungeons you can get it from your faction rep you can literally grind armor and weapons good ones not crap you can literally grind it anywhere like yeah. i put a bunch of it in the auction house and i was like wow dude people are selling this dirt cheap like yeah. these things are really good quality items and they're being sold for nothing yeah because they're worthless because you can get them anywhere you so are sitting here everything basically yeah I, I just salvage everything and that's even with the like oh the yeah. pennies penny swords like i'm just now buying repair materials and so then i think like well why not just say sell repair mats let's just get it let's get around like all these little things and yeah. it that 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 problem itself is is contributing to the 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 inflation deflation problem that we that we see and it's and so yeah for like there are markets like even uh, redline gamer and chess says i will buy the gathering gear for the perks like yeah absolutely right like there are markets that are clearly i think better defined because they have value and it's not like the gathering gear like some perks will drop off of you know etc but it's not guaranteed what perks roll on your drop but i think they need to get that they need to get that answered. Uh, and they also, in the question that I have to the panel here, with so much gold having been injected in the economy, what's the right solution Amazon needs to take? Because that is foundationally breaking of a of any kind of MMORPG. Rory, since you're up here, what's your do you have any thoughts or do you want to go to somebody else? I mean, the only the only thing that I've been thinking about, and this is like basically the nuclear option, because to me that and to me, that would not be a problem. But the nuclear option is just like reset progression. The problem is that I feel like the game is not solid enough to this point where they could reset progression and guarantee, OK, guys, we had this problem. For starters, it'll be hard because a lot of people put God knows how many hours. It's going to be insane, right? Mm -hmm. If you suddenly go like, OK, we have to reset. But like even just a rollback, a rollback to before this patch, 
I kind of feel like that is almost a reasonable thing. The problem is that they can do that rollback. They still can't guarantee that there aren't other issues. Like the game mm -hmm. is not at a point where they can be like, no, no, no. If we just do this small rollback, we'll be rock solid. The problem is we can do this small rollback and it's still like we're just, you know, when the boat, those, um, those cartoons where there's a ship sinking and like you have a cartoon like plug in holes is like the rollback will be them plugging a hole and then two more holes will come up from the from a different section it's not really going to fix it so i don't have a solution for them but like i said to me the easiest thing and this should have been done way earlier because like people reported this they acknowledged that this was a thing they threatened that they would be banning people but they didn't stop it and it's like, there's no way they're going to find where all that gold is went because it just requires too many man hours. I mean, we're talking about usually around the cap, we have around 450,000 players. You're really going to be looking at logs of 450,000 players and following a trail of gold of someone that may be like, oh, I transferred 1,000 gold to this character, this character transferred right. 500 gold to this one, to that one. Multiply this times 400,000. It's impossible. So right. they should have rolled and, and it imagine back getting the trolled, second right? they found it. Like Chili yeah. said, like imagine getting trolled because you can just give money. You know, it's like, boop, you know, yeah. I can send money to you. And it's like, oh, all of a sudden I, 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 because um, it's, it's, I haven't really, I don't keep like amazing books. I could have easily yeah. logged out with like, you know, 2000. I log back they're in and now I got 4000 or something. It's like, all of a sudden they're gonna, it's like, they're going to do, um, gonna do a new, a new profession accounting. Account the accountant. <laughs> Uh, Nerd Slayer, dude. Uh, what, what's the what's the solution then? Like, what's the right solution here? Um, I mean, <clears throat> we asked for more, uh, I guess, gold sinks. That that would have been <laughs> part of a solution. But even then, it's like, and people might say, yeah, but then they could have used all that money to spend on more things. And the sad truth is, is that that happens in the real world too. Like. Mm -hmm the steel industry like we can go far enough back in america and look at like certain uh, markets and be like hey this company or this group made way too much money if you know what i mean but like at, at the end of the day you know to a certain extent it's like different rules we didn't have the rules in place then so it's hard to go back and suddenly change things but what i'll say is, is economy wise if they um maybe add a couple more um things like we mentioned with the key system I think they should also, uh, I think you mentioned this a little bit, but limit how much upgrades you can get off of a weapon randomly um, versus how much you can create on your own. I mean, that right. seems pretty obvious, right? Like, have, have a like a real, like the best weapon for this range is a crafted weapon. Yeah, you can get a right. cool perk on it from the dungeon, which is really great. But mm -hmm. yeah, some system in which that, and, and maybe in which that, like if you break down like the weapon from the dungeon, you can transfer that perk onto your crafted version, you know, so like, oh yeah, yeah so like, I'd love to talk about system. that. Yeah, mm -hmm. because yeah, exactly. Uh, like an infusion system or in, in galaxies, they called it uh, reverse engineering, um, which I thought was a cool name, but um, the concept was simple. Basically you took a piece of armor and a reverse engineer uh, who was a profession went and looked at it and basically broke it down to get the rarity of whatever it was in the actual piece of armor. So maybe you want to like precision plus precision. So boom, you could go take some precision off of this, but that wasn't the end of the process. The reverse engineering process uh, meant that you had to keep doing it basically and try to get a better grade. So you would, you know, essentially keep breaking down old pieces of crap gear um, because of the certain um, 
benefits or bonuses that they had in them. So something or just a basic, more fleshed out salvage system. They already have the salvaging. So just like actually fur uh, further flesh that out as well. But then it goes back to my um, uh, previous point. You can add those things, but then there's still going to be the issue of like, there's not a true crafting economy in the game. So they're still going to have to, you know, add more things and 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 fill that with more stuff, um, I guess, th to put simply. <laughs> that's not simple, but... It's hard, it's hard. What do you, what say you, Johnny? I mean... <clears throat> I've been thinking very critically. I mean, they knew that this was an issue within the first hour. Like, it was already spread all over the forums within the first hour. You know, there's always those tryhards out there that are <laughs> honestly always looking to to circumvent things and, and literally break the game. Mm -hmm. And it kind of pisses me off to a certain degree because it's like, <laughs> if you guys would just leave stuff alone, like, come on, play the game. <laughs> but in all honesty, there's not really much that they can do about it now. You know, because if they were going to do anything about it, it needed to be done within that first hour. They could have simply done, hey, boom, we're, we're taking server transfers offline. We're bringing all the servers offline. We're rolling back to the previous hour. Boom. Problem solved. Problem averted. Yeah, it would have pissed some people off. There would have been some interesting content videos put out on it, but it would have stopped the problem. Now we have hundreds of thousands and thousands of gold in the economy. And like Nerd said, there's there's not enough sync to to pull it out. So now there's these vast amounts of money sitting, God knows where, across multiple accounts, and we're on a player-driven economy. So, <laughs> and then going back to what you said about there being massive, you know, economy deflation, now the problem is even more exacerbated. So, you know, I'm sure that there are probably plenty of servers that probably have not been affected by this, obviously, but. I can almost guarantee you on Valhalla. I, I'm curious as to see exactly what happened on Valhalla. You know, that's like the number one most <laughs> congested server, right? Yeah. And I guarantee beyond a shadow of a doubt that there are certain people on that server that have broken the game and that took advantage of that gold dupe. I can almost guarantee it. <laughs> so it's, it, I don't know. They, they should have done something within the first hour. Threatening to ban people. Come on. That never I, works. The question is, is like, what what could you what could you have done? It's easy to think that they could, you know, oh, let me just you know do this. They, I thought they did a decent job in, in trying to roll out the uh, the the transfer, uh, the feature, <clears throat> and so they kind of like put it out, and then eventually, you know, obviously, you know, like the issues were found with that persistent right. error, and then that kind of led to this. And so I I don't think there's unfortunately like in, if they do it like a rollback in terms of that, that's gonna suck. But honestly, it it's the right call for the moment. But what other holes are going to be exposed? And so right, you only get so said. many cards, right? You only get so many times that you can play that rollback card. And it's unfortunate because everybody's got to suffer right. and that's going to be hard. But then essentially Amazon has to then uh, uh, come back with, we got to do the rollback, but here's what we're going to do for you. Here's the gifts that we're going to give you. Here's how we're going to make it up as our apology to you. Mm -hmm. And I think that they need to think really strong to help build that trust in that community. Because that's the other thing that they're having to, to work on is, who is Amazon as a game studio? Yes, they've got New World out now. I think it's a really good game. Like I'm, I'm not stopping playing it. I'm having a, an incredible time with it, and I'm looking forward to seeing what adjustments they make. And I'm going to keep providing my feedback. But they still have to build that through that trust. And then from anybody who's taking a break, like Rory's, like, hey, I'm going to take a break. I think that's perfectly fine, perfectly healthy. The question is, is that you know, Amazon also has to look at like what's going to bring Rory back from his break, right? Because exactly. he's gonna, you're not competing right. against no other games like MMOs for, for better or for worse. Like there are more MMOs to choose from. Elion, I apparently launched this week. I haven't been following that one, 
but I've seen a lot of people who are like, yeah, I'm going to go play that. Like, awesome. Like, I think that MMOs is a genre benefit, obviously, when we don't have a true king that's like, here's the one game that rules all and everybody else is just trying to find, you know, a scrap. But now it seems like a little, people are a little bit more fluid jumping around between the different uh, genres or the different styles, etc. I think the rollback makes sense. I think there, there has to be an apology that's just attached to it. Um, I wouldn't, I think the easiest way to attach apology would be like in-game currency. But it's like, but do you think a rollback could be done at this point? Like, I think they're too late now. This I happened like yesterday. Like you, you can't roll back at this point because people have been grinding the game. Right. And that's where they have to, I, I think you can. And the longer that takes, the bigger that, that gift has to be. <laughs> Right. Well, meaning like, can insane. you do, can you do a targeted rollback? Meaning we're not taking away your experience or your levels or whatever, but we are going to reset the, the, the economy and here's how we're going to mm. make it up. Yeah. I mean, that could be doable. I, I, otherwise, yeah. otherwise you're sitting here and saying like, I'm sorry, you didn't get max gold as a part of this do a part of this exploit that people took advantage of. You are now in, in a player driven economy at a constant disadvantage as opposed to like, Oh, somebody went and spent I mean, thousands of hours and they made more money than you. They chose that, you know, like that's, that's part of the game, but go ahead. That's usually what happens whenever you have situations like this in most games, that's usually what happens. They just go like, well, you know, you didn't take advantage of it. Tough luck. You know, it is what it is. And because again, they're not going to be following those logs for like 400,000 players. It's impossible. They're, they don't have the manpower. As a matter of fact, what they should be working on right now is, content and as opposed to mm -hmm. that they're having to deal with all of these situations because like content is ultimately what king. you know is going to bring me back it is king it is like for instance you've told me uh before the game launched like oh there's going to be a blunderbuss and i'm like that's what brings me back give me my blunderbuss like just give me a shotgun i'll come back to shoot a shotgun yeah that'll yeah. be fun yeah like that that's that's something that would bring me back right but ultimately they need to be working on that so they should have done the rollback already, but now I feel like if they do the rollback, I feel like the damage would be irreversible because there's going to be too many people who be like, well, I mean, I can't trust this game because it just rolled back 24 hours of progress. You can't do that. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, the, the other situation could be replacing gold with a different form of currency and have like a certain amount of percentage where it's like the higher your gold is, you get like more of that currency, but like at a less amount, like a... I think you'd call that like a logarithmic logarithmic exchange yeah. right where mm -hmm. it's just like the more gold you have the less you get of the new currency but you still get more than people that have less gold so it's like it would kind of like balance the playing field a little bit that's the only like solution that i can think of it's just that's like interesting that's interesting i actually that's that's not that's a really good idea in that regards because all of a sudden it encourages yeah. you to use the money because right now like the hoarding issue is what's causing deflation because gold is more valuable than it's like you want to spend gold do it now because tomorrow we're you know we're doing this crazy conversion and those of you who've got like you know gold cap too bad you guys are going to lose a bunch of money that's a, that is the solution we've seen that happen before it's like okay new, like, and that's what 14 does that's why it rolls out new tomes so it's like okay and then if, if you hoarded like now's the time to spend it because tomorrow it's gone interesting right. interesting all right interesting so I guess final question uh, to anyone here on the panel: What do, what do, what do we look at um, a new world over the over the next couple of weeks? You know, like uh, obviously this is an issue. Um, 
is this uh is this something you see is going to be like a big issue for the long run or is this going to be something you know like that you feel like the game's in a really good state outside these problems like how, how are we generally feeling about the, the game overall um I, I can go first yeah absolutely um, i'll say that i actually um i feel like i'm a lot more positive than maybe most people um uh, are or maybe think i am for example um because i trust that the container itself like what new world is um, despite my previous criticism, that's why it bothers me so much that they changed those parts of the game is because I was like, no, 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 like, you're like the combat was actually like pretty good. Like, yes, the abilities, you needed to add more of that. You made it more MMO. Like, I get why they did those things. I'm not debating that. But anyway, the yeah. point being is the container is good enough. The visuals are good. I think everyone here can agree that the visuals are good. Um, the sound design, probably one of the best I've heard, honestly. Oh, yeah. Um, just genuinely, like even if the music isn't as memorable as all of, all of our favorite uh, hits, just the sound itself, like when you hit a tree, when you shoot a weapon, like to me, things like that matter so much because it's just like in real life, like nothing quite like shooting yourself or feeling an experience yourself, right? Like, and so when you get that in an actual game, because um, you know I play with the gun, uh, it, it just feels awesome to be able to shoot a musket and and feel what that feels like in an MMO kind of context. So. I think that I'm not the only one that feels that way. I've heard many other people echo. I love the way it sounds when you're just whacking a tree in the environment. So there's Even enough... when you're mining and the, the echo. Like exactly. It, it, it's so immersive. Like the game is so immersive exactly. more so than anything else to the point where I'm like, I think they've set a new bar. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. what I can tell you is behind, uh, the, I guess the, a little bit of behind the um, curtain. Um, whenever I was talking to the new uh, world development team when I was at Irvine, California, that was one thing that like the people that were there, um, a couple other content creators with me, were all echoing is that like, we're like, hey, there's enough good looking in this game and feeling in this game that you guys need to add way more to it. And so like what we were referencing was points of interest. And so they added some to the game, mm -hmm. but I still think it could do even more. Yeah. Um, they could add more reasons to be around on the map. You mentioned you like open world dungeons. I actually love open world dungeons. I love them more than instance dungeons um, yeah. even, but I understand why instance dungeons exist. So don't worry guys that love them. I think, um, I, I think it. as long as there's a balance, because one right. of the things like, and just so anybody who's listening, especially in the audio, uh, if they want to know our thoughts is that instance allows them to have more of a curated mechanical mm -hmm. driven fight. Right. And those are really, and those no are good, right? No interruption, no outside influence. So because outside dungeons when they're popular can just be a Zerg fest. And that actually is also fun uh, in and of itself. And so I think that is a huge aspect. And I love that we have both in this game, mm -hmm. but the problem with the instance dungeon is right now there's no market behind that key. And originally there was, but go ahead. Uh, go ahead. No, I was just going to uh, basically agree with you that I understand at the end of the day, why they kind of, you know, have leaned in some ways towards making it more, I guess, typically MMO like, but I still think that they should trust enough of their game, the engine and what the game was capable of is still capable of and could be capable of. Yeah. Um, trust in that enough to be like, you know what, we can lean more into these things like sandbox, like More's adding sandbox, more sinks. Yeah. Exactly. And instead of feeling like, actually, let's just make more dungeons, because I don't think that that's the solution. And I don't think anyone here is just saying, just add more dungeons, um, because like, that's definitely not um, the only thing that needs to be fixed. 
but I will agree. I think, um, well, I think everyone echoed it basically, which is that content's king. So how much content they come out with, I think is going to be important, but I'll actually say that I don't think it is the most important thing these first couple of months. Right. I think the most important thing is to, like uh, someone was saying earlier, to stop all the, um, holes from, you know, sinking the boat, um, sinking the ship. And I don't think it will. I think the, the population will hurt. The numbers will go down, but I don't think it'll be anything crazy or alarming until it's like a couple of months. And we're seeing still like, you know, you know, down tr uh, trends in population that are like significant. Then I'd start to say, okay, so like, what is the issue now? Is this an issue we can't fix? Or is this an issue of like, we need one big expansion, for example, to come like, or some kind of big content update patcher. So on so patches so and expansions are going to be critical to its success because it also then communicates. Amazon says they're committed to the game, but exactly. a, but a big expansion ends up also then non-verbally saying, "We said we're committed, and here's the expansion, etc." Now uh, yeah. I want to go to Johnny because I want to get his thoughts. But overall, be thinking about this, guys. Does New World need a raid, like in your traditional sense? Redline Gamer uh, with a five spot says. I think the game has a few issues, but it can be a success in time. Solid seven out of ten. I think seven out of ten is the like the typical MMO. Like if it if it's functional review. Like when I go to any website, IGN, etc., it's like seven or eight. Like Destiny was a solid seven. I've put thousands and thousands and thousands of hours in that franchise. I think somebody said it's the best seven out of ten game ever. <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, uh, Johnny, what do you think? Uh, Raid. What would you want to see changed? How uh, how are you feeling about New World as we go into November? So, you know, I just put out a video yesterday. I actually bought um, the Halloween cosmetics off the shop, bought all the expensive stuff. And well. that's kind of a big, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of a big, that's kind of a big bar for me because um, I've been burnt trying to support games through monetary means before. You know, I used to play Paragon way back in the day. Uh, oh, you know, wow. From that, the game series. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I had hundreds of dollars worth of uh, cosmetics in that game because I really enjoyed the game and it was very fun and I wanted to support it. And um, so, you know, the fact that I'm willing to drop money into a game beyond the initial, you know, box price, I, they have to meet certain criteria for me to do that anymore because I don't want to be burnt after spending hundreds of dollars, you know, and then the game disappear a year later. So, you know, like I'm with nerd on this, you know, the container is good. And like you said, you know, many months ago, Brian, you know, all New World has to do is not suck. <laughs> so I think they've achieved that not suck. However, these next couple months after now, we're going to be in a very, very big tempest, so to speak, because they still, you know, we have this whole duping thing that just happened with the transfers. They still have yet to get the transfers sorted out. And as I put in my, you know, chaos is coming to New World video, when these transfers finally do hit and they do work, now we're going to be faced with a whole other, you know, set of issues with some servers are going to become destitute because there's going to be a lot of transfers off mm -hmm. those servers. Other massive influxes to low pop servers are now going to all of a sudden go from low pop to medium pop to even high pop. So you're going to have this ever shifting torrent of population. And with that, since we are a player driven economy, it's also going to be affecting those economies in unpredictable ways. I mean, for the most part, you can probably predict that, you know, some inflation is going to happen or even possibly deflation, you know, because if you're on a low pop server and you inject a massive amount of people, then all of a sudden, obviously the commodities and all the basic components are now, you know, more 
Cleverland. So now that value drops. So over the next couple of months, we're going to be in a very, very dynamic time. But overall, like what Nerd said, you know, the container is good. And that, you know, the seven out of 10 rating, like Red Liner Gamer said, you know, I, I totally agree with that. I would even go a little bit higher personally, you know, maybe like a 7.5 or even an eight as far as I'm concerned. But yeah, over the next, you know, a couple, three months, we're probably going to start seeing probably within the next month. Oh, you know, new world's crashing, new world's dead or new world's going to die and this, that and the other. But the fact of the matter is you go back historically with any MMO that has ever released. And it's always that first three months where you start seeing that population decline. And like Nerd said, you know, even if we reach a certain point where it's like 200,000 players cap, yada, yada, yada. I mean, that I think that's pretty acceptable. Yeah, 50% of the population has, you know, well, actually, I think it's more like 48% of the active concurrent connections, you know, have gone down over, what, the past week and a half. That's still within the projected acceptable, you know, uh, uh, metric, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, overall... I think the game is still in a pretty healthy state. They still have time to, you know, correct some things and stay on course as long as they continue to stay on this course. And ultimately, if they can get back on the road to making content because content is king and start showing maybe a roadmap here within like the next month and a half, I think that would help satisfy some, you know, potential woes and bring bring people back because they're like, oh, we got more content coming out very soon you know, within, the, you know, by Christmas time or, or New Year's time or something like that. I think that the outlook for the game is very good and I'm, I'm still poised. I'm still impressed. So. Yeah. How does, how do we feel about a raid before we, uh, before we go and uh, wrap up the show and go into post? Um, it's like, I don't necessarily think the game needs a raid right now. I mean, not, I think if they want to add raids, that'd be something that they should be thinking about like within the next six months or so, mm, if even, even yeah. that long. I don't think you need a raid like right this second. I think that right now what they need to do is they need to pull a Yoshida, but they're in a much more advantageous position than Yoshi P was, which was he had literally a broken game that wasn't even that much fun to play. So it's like yeah. at the very least, New World is to an extent fun to play. I know that a lot of people, they say, oh, the game has no content, this, that, and the other. It's like it's a sandbox game. Not everybody's going to be into it. I think most people have said that since the start. This is not going to be for everyone. But what they have done is they have a really big like world, right? Like the island, even though it's an island, it's still reasonably big. And it's a world that's got, it's got no loading screens in it unless you go like to... <laughs> Unless you teleport or you go into an instance dungeon, you got no loading screens. It's a beautiful world. It's a place that you kind of want to be in. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. So they have that part sorted out, and it feels good to play. The moment-to-moment -moment gameplay feels good. So this is what they have to do is they have to split their team down the middle, and half of the team needs to be ironing out these things, and they need to do it faster. And the moment they fix something, they instantly just say it. it can't be like, for instance, the you guys remember the the bug of the message that shows up whenever you you swing by one of those um, portals, mm -hmm. and it's like, oh, you're abandoning an event, and then it just stays there. You're constantly so abandoning week, this event. <laughs> so yeah. week mm -hmm. one, they put out a patch and they said, oh, we fixed it, and it was still there. Week two, they put out a patch and said, we fixed it, and now. Even in 1.03, that patch message is still there, which means they still hadn't fixed it. And it's like, come on, just figure out, like, they really need to hone it in. Because the problem is every time they say, oh, we fixed this bug, 
and it's actually not fixed, that removes confidence from their player base. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, your engine is not very flexible. Like Anthem's problem was that they couldn't put updates into the game because it required too much effort. Like if you go read Jason Schreier's article, he explains yeah. all about this, the Frostbite engine and all the problems that they gave him. And it's like, it's important for them to show like we can implement fixes and we can do it fast and we can add content and we can do it fast. And right now they're still failing. And I think we're going to keep seeing that the cl- slow decline that we've been watching. It had like, it, it was kind of a bit of a fast decline from like, I don't know, 800,000, 700,000, however many we had usually at peak times to 450, which is the average that we have right now around most peak times. And I think you're going to start seeing a little bit of a dip down there to going down like maybe the 350, something like that, unless they can start showing their their populations like, oh, no, we can fix these. We can apply them. We can do it. But that's the most important thing. Start fixing things. Start adding content. That's literally what Yoshi P did. He added quality of life things. He added some content to the game. He was just like doing that. Boom, boom. Just little bits at a time. But it can't be this constant stumbling and hesitation they're hesitating too much like they saw the bug of the gold and their reaction is like let's not do anything we want the players to keep having you know we want them to keep playing it's like no be drastic take action show people that you're not fucking around if that means bringing down the servers for a bit bring them down for a bit heaven knows you've done it plenty of times these last couple of weeks i think a few more is not going to be a big deal but they have to show the size of actual it's like they find the problem they act on the problem instantly and right now i feel like they're they're going too out of their way to keep the servers going. It's like, oh, there's a problem, but let's make sure that everything is still gone. Let's make sure people can still play the game. Yeah, they're playing the game. They're, it's deteriorating more and more over time because these problems that you have are not fixed. So it's like, if you need drastic measures, then do them, but fix the problems. That's where I feel that they really need to do to get things right because the game is already fun. Yeah. They just have to like make sure that people can invest long time, reassure yeah. players that they can be in it for the long haul. What's interesting is your point is that I think probably it's probably the hardest thing to create fun, like a fun game, a fun yeah. experience, a game that people want to play. And then essentially it's about then delivering on that um, on that promise and that, and that communication. Right. Like we've seen three patches so far. Uh, I, I know like that it takes a long time to really kind of do some of the bigger things, but like they, you know, what's been communicated and seen already with other weapons that like they're working in various stages and phases. And so now that they're out, like they're really, it's really kind of make or break, uh, you know, not this month, but like, you know, people are saying three months, I get, I, I say six months if we don't have a, a big update and, and, and more like, you know, that's, that's yeah. going to be kind of a real big kind of red flag, but that's just my timing. Cause I usually think in six, nine and 12 months cycles within game development. Cause they're like, you were working on this a year ago and now it's finally rolling in. Same thing with final fantasy. People are like, they just need to add this. I go, that's a, that's a year feature. That's going to be out in a year from when, like, you know, assuming they start working on it actively. And sometimes that switches into 18 months as well. But I got a couple people to thank, and then I want everybody to share where people can find them. Uh, first and foremost, thanks for the two. We got two five-star reviews on the audio version of this podcast. I really, hey. really appreciate it. Yeah. Hey. No, no. So right now, this podcast is the highest rated podcast uh, for, for all video game podcasts in history. We're rocking a solid <laughs> 5-0. Let's keep that trend rolling. So thank you guys for the reviews. John, Redline Gamer, Red Rocket, Dark Wolf, Chili, Psycho, Cordell, WG Productions, and Keelan have all joined the podcast legends helping to fund the cost of running the show. I shared the cost over on uh, on tw- uh, Twitch, and, I was, and someone was like, oh, my God. 
Um, but I'm trying a couple of things. So like I could get the cost down, but you guys help bring the show uh, to us. And also Luke with like gave a generous donation funded the whole podcast series for this and crystal core, bringing it day and day on the MP3. So if you guys haven't already followed on, uh, on whether uh, wherever your MP3s uh, podcasts are found, be sure to go do that. That really helps out the show. And we'd love a good reading. And if you actually write a review, we'll start reading them on the show. No written reviews, just people just dropping that five star and I guess walking off. So I do appreciate that. Let's go with you, Rory. We'll just go round table. Uh, where can people find you? What you got coming up? They can find me at youtube.com slash Ruricon. And right now I'm doing some uh, Final Fantasy stuff. Later today, I have like a Dark Souls discussion going up, but a little bit all over the place right now. But, you know, assuming that they do something to New World that brings back, going to be bringing some more New World back to the people as well. But the thing that I'm most excited for is obviously Endwalker coming up on the 19th. November's taken. <laughs> November's taken. What about you, Nerd Slayer? Uh, you can check out my YouTube. That's uh, youtube.com slash C slash Nerdslayer Gaming. Uh, just look up uh, Nerdslayer Studios. And at the moment, I'm working on uh, Death of a Game Evolve. Uh, and then also, I have a video coming out shortly that details some of my favorite classes and online games. So that's where I'm at. Johnny, where can people find you? I can be found at youtube.com slash Johnny Mac games. And um, yeah, I will be playing new world for the most part. I uh, got some more videos coming out and uh, yeah, overall just keep an eye. <laughs> and guys, all their links are in the description uh, of this. So you can go easily click follow and enjoy some of the best content creators here, I think on the planet. So I do appreciate everybody taking time. Now, typically we hang out, uh, post show kind of, uh, you know, just talk, answer questions and ends up sometimes the post shows are the most incredible podcasts, but those you, those, you don't get an MP3 form. So, uh, feel free to hang out with us live. Or if you're ever curious, you can always go check out ginger gaming radio for more podcasts, highlights, and more. I appreciate everybody for being here. But with that, we're going to go and wrap up the show. This has been Epic Loot Radio. I've been your host, Brian. We've been talking new world. We've got so much planned for you guys throughout November, December, and into 2022. Be sure to like, favorite, subscribe, share, clip, and more. But we love you. We love your faces. And we will see you next time.